friends, welcome back to Hime's Corner. My name is Hime. I'm gonna try something really fun, really new called Pro-Life in 5 Minutes, where I basically address some pro-choice slash pro-abortion arguments and questions and hopefully bring some clarity. I mean, I would like to bring clarity, otherwise what's the point? But the first question that we have is, why does my abortion affect you in your everyday life? So when you say, I have the right to kill my unwanted child, that is your truth, not the truth. Because contrary to popular belief amongst infanticide apologists, we do not have the right to murder for our convenience. We do not have the right to murder a fetus. We do not have the right to murder a living human being. We do not have the right to kill a 14-week-old child. You know, whatever weeks it may be, we do not have the right to kill that life once it has begun at conception. When we begin to bow down and operate on subjective truths, that is when destruction occurs because it is not a firm foundation to stand on. Um, And when you begin to deny that life begins at conception, when you begin to deny that when sperm meets egg, a unique DNA is born that has never been and will never be replicated, morality becomes a bit unstable. And when your morality becomes unstable, then everything around you will become unstable with it. Because there are, as much as we want to disagree with it, there are truths that are the truth. There is only the truth. There is not your truth, there is not my truth, there is the truth. And the truth is not subjective. The, the truth is not malleable by any means. The truth is unchanging. And one of these truths that is unchanging, which a lot of people will try to disagree with, but they simply can't, is that every human life is valuable. You know, whether you are religious or not it's true you know who who are we to look at a human and say that you know you are going to hold me back from living my best life so i will get rid of you or you will be born with many deep birth defects you know it would be selfish of me to keep you alive because you don't deserve to be alive with these complications or I have no money, therefore I don't want your life to be difficult and I don't want you to be born into poverty. You know, who are we to make these judgments, right? And you, we, we don't know. We do not know the life. We do not know the story of the children that are born in these kinds of circumstances and, you know, and that are conceived in awful evil circumstances we don't know their story right but what if your child you know born in poverty uses their humble upbringing to strive in their studies and to bring wealth because they want to help you out of your financial struggles right or you don't know if they will use their birth defects to inspire others who have the same issues Children who have big dreams but feel held back by their disabilities won't feel alone anymore, right? Like they'll have friends who cheer them on and perhaps even each other to look up to, right? And personally, personally, I find 
the most impactful people to be imperfect people. Those that have used their awful circumstances and who didn't give up hope and who have turned their life into something beautiful, especially when it started off with something so awful that people will look would look at them and be like, there's no way that they can ever get out of that. There's no way they can overcome that. These people, you know, born into these circumstances, they deserve to have a life, to love people unconditionally, to fall seven times and get back up eight. This is why hope is so valuable because hope brings life. But fear and torment and a lack of faith brings death. And it's hard for some people to hear, but it's the truth. And I pray that you're able to discern this. God bless. Thank you.